Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Hi everyone, I'm Megan and welcome to this episode of Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Today we're joined by Mia and Zoe. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Mia. I'm a third year biochemist at St John's. Hi, I'm Zoe. I'm a second year biochemist at Trinity College. Welcome. And today we're going to be talking about biochemistry interviews. Um, interview season's coming up, so hopefully this will be useful to everyone who has an interview or people who are considering applying and just want to know a bit more about the interview process um, for Oxford this year. And we don't know what's happening in the future, but this year the interviews are all going to be online. Um, so a little bit different to usual. But obviously the, the format of the questions will pretty much be the same. So this should still be applicable to people who are interviewing this year. So hopefully you find it useful. Um, so just, just a bit more generally, interviews, in case people don't know, interviews at Oxford are quite a core part of the applications process. You apply via UCAS as normal. And then depending on your subject, you may have an entrance test. And then you might get called to have an interview in one of the colleges, usually the college you applied to, not necessarily. Um, you'll be interviewed by the tutors at that college and it will be a discussion about maybe your personal statement, maybe your subject, which we'll get onto in a bit. Um, so to start things off, um, Nia first, do you wanna just briefly go over kind of how your interviews were structured and what they were like? Yeah, so when I came for interviews, I was here for four days in total. Um, I arrived on a Sunday evening, uh, which is actually really nice because I had dinner in hall, met some of the other applicants, uh, we played some board games, which was really nice just to de-stress mm -hmm. before Monday, where I had both my interviews. So one at St. John's, which was in the morning, like half nine, and then my second one, which was randomly allocated, just randomly allocated to college, which was at St. Hilda's, which was in the afternoon slash evening of Monday and then the Tuesday and Wednesday I was just waiting to see if I would be given a third interview which is a possibility but some people they don't get asked for a third interview some people do um so you during that time I just sort of wandered around Oxford got to know the city a bit more um but yeah both my interviews took place on the Monday and it was quite quite a nice experience weirdly I thought I was gonna well I was, I was nervous going into it um but being given an opportunity to speak about my personal statement and such uh, was, yeah, something I prepared for. Um, and just how long were your interviews? Because that can vary across colleges. Yeah, so I think at St John's, it was about half an hour. Honestly, just flew by though. <laughs> I just lost a sense of all time. But um, I think it was about half an hour. For the one at St Hilda's, I actually was given a test before, which I had 10 minutes to do. Just sat in a room by myself um and then I think that interview was half an hour so in total sort of 40 minutes for that one maybe a bit less um but yeah that included the test I had okay and um, was it quite similar for you Zoe um yeah yeah pretty similar I had I was here in Oxford Sunday to Tuesday I think yes <laughs> I had I had one interview on the Sunday um as soon as I arrived um at Trinity in the afternoon and then I had a second interview at Trinity because Trinity always do two biochemistry interviews um, on the Monday morning and then on the Tuesday afternoon I had an interview at 
um, UNIV. Um, yeah, and for the UNIV interview, um, University Co College, sorry, um, I had, um, yeah, something I had a pre-reading, um, like an article with some questions, um, which was about, I think, 20 minutes to half an hour, and then about the same amount of time again for the interview, um, where we discussed my answers to the questions and also other things as well, like my personal statements. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Trinity interviews, were they a bit, because you had two of them, were they a bit shorter? Um, yeah, they were only about 20 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. Not two hour long interviews. <laughs> um, and obviously, as, as both of you have touched on, it's important to note that for Biochem, you get two interviews um, at two different colleges, but also you might be called up to a third college. Um, and that that kind of just depends some, because some colleges are really oversubscribed. And if they have too many people to take in, but you're still a strong applicant and they want to give you another chance, then you might be interviewed at another college. Um, and you do kind of just have to wait because the tutors have to decide. So that's not something you'll know when you arrive. It's something you maybe find out after all your other interviews have happened. So sometimes, as Nia said, you are just hanging around a bit. But that is a good time to explore the city, meet some people, try and try and relax. I know it's hard. Um, and Zoe, um, what kind of, obviously you do have a lot of free time during your interviews because they're only very short interviews. Um, what can you do in that free time? Um, I mean, so the thing I think I expected I'd be doing a lot of was sitting in um, my room in Trinity and revising or doing schoolwork. Uh, I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> that would have that would have just stressed me out at that point I was like no I'm gonna try and switch off when I'm not doing my interview so I um basically stayed downstairs in like the the common room area mm -hmm. um which is the place that you also had to go to whenever like for the the student helpers to take you to your interview um and there were also just like yeah board games set up there I think I played a lot of Mario Kart um <laughs> and chatted to quite a few of the other biochemistry applicants so I just yeah made sure to take the time to like de-stress and there was also a really nice Christmas market on Broad Street mm. Broad Street like right outside Trinity College so I wandered around that for a bit <laughs> yeah the Christmas market is so nice and it, as you said it's really important to kind of take that downtime between interviews because it's quite tempting to think oh, I have to prep for the next one I should be revising I should be doing all the schoolwork I'm missing but you, you know you need to give your brain time to relax otherwise you're going to be so stressed out um I mean Nia what was there anything you did in particular to kind of try and relax before interviews or? Um, but is that before interviews, did you say? Yeah, before or after? Yeah, I think for me, the main thing, I had come to Oxford for an open day, um, but that was just one singular day and I hadn't really had much chance to actually explore Oxford as a city, like the open hours just in colleges. Mm -hmm. um, so when I came for interviews, the main thing for me, when I was having a break and just wanting to de-stress, I just walked around the city uh, looked at the architecture and I think it was then that I really realised that I really do like Oxford as a place as well which I think is important um, just saw where the department was if I'd get in just to know know my bearings a bit but I think that was really nice and I walked around with some of the applicants as well so I got to know them um, so yeah it was a really enjoyable time and like a good break like you said um, in between the interviews. Yeah it's, it's probably particularly important this year because um, some people might have online interviews so it's probably quite hard to it's probably quite easy to think you should be sitting at home and working that whole time but it's so so important to you know go have a walk um, phone a friend 
you know, obviously COVID safe activities, but um, really, really give yourself time to relax. And because maybe you won't be able to see Oxford, it's probably quite nice if you could visit an open day or look at some of the virtual tours that might still be up on college websites because you won't get to see the colleges. So um, yeah, don't, it's not all work and no play. You do need to relax a bit. Um, and just briefly, um, some people do worry about this a bit. Um, Mia, what would you say like the dress code for interviews is? Yeah, so my priority was comfort. Like I knew walking mm -hmm. into the interview, I wanted to be relaxed and be comfortable. And yeah, what I was wearing, I needed to be comfortable in it. So for me, I just wore jeans and like a smartish jumper. Also, when you come, it's kind of important because <laughs> it's December. It's pretty cold in Oxford. So that's something I wish I kind of bared in mind a little more. Um, so yeah, I think wrap up as well. Obviously when the interviews take place in person, it often does snow as well. I know for some people when they have their interviews, mm -hmm. it snowed. Um, but yeah, I think going into the interview, you just want to be relaxed and comfortable. So just wear something that you're happy wearing. For me, I did want to be a little smart as well, just to kind of put me in the zone of doing an interview. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, comfort was the was key. Yeah, uh, would you agree with that, Zoe? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I there were people there who like dressed up particularly smartly. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just I wore clothes that were you know comfortable um, clothes that I liked. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it, it gave me slightly the impression that I was more aware of fashion than I actually am. So I remember one of the applicants <laughs> texting me afterwards like. Oh, you think you seem, you know, pretty like to know what a fashion is at interviews. I was like, no. <laughs> it was just things I liked. <laughs> oh, well, I would say it's um quite important if you can um to wear layers. Um it's it's different if you're at home, but obviously you might get quite hot. I, I get a bit hot when I'm stressed out. And so if you're wearing a thick jumper or a thick scarf, just make sure you're wearing layers so you can um adjust temperature accordingly and if you are interviewing in person some tutors have really hot rooms and some have really cold rooms <laughs> so you need to be prepared for both layers is key but yeah absolutely just wear what is going to be comfortable for you and make you feel comfortable and relaxed and happy and all that kind of stuff um there isn't really a, a dress code as it were um and Maybe maybe the biggest question of them all, um, Zoe first, how did you prepare for your interview? Uh, I don't know, I definitely didn't, I think all the things that I did looking back on it were preparation, they didn't feel like it at the time, I remember. Um, I made sure to, I mean, I, you know, I read over the notes um, as they came mm -hmm. up, I made sure um, a couple of books that I'd meant, uh, read, mentioned on my personal statement and I sort of I made a few notes on them as I read them mm -hmm. and I went back over those so I could remember what the book was actually about so I'd forgotten it by this point um <laughs> and then um yeah I was I was I was quite lucky um at school I got a few practice interviews um so that I could get into the kind of mindset um I mean it and it didn't even it wasn't even like my music teacher gave me a practice interview like it doesn't have to to be with someone that actually knows the subject um it's just really good practice to like prepare like how to explain things mm -hmm. um because it's really easy to just like skip ex explanations or to not be used to like explaining your thought process so it was just really handy for saying things out loud I will say my my chemistry teacher gave me some advice on 
kind of things to revise for interviews and I was like mm, I can't be bothered and I didn't and then they came up in interviews but so it was fine I I hadn't looked at them but it was okay because they, they don't come at it expecting you to know things so yeah yeah and um, Mia was it quite similar for you yeah definitely I think the main thing I focused on was just knowing my personal statement inside out back to front because it's sort of a given that you're going to be asked questions on that so I tried to predict questions I thought they were going to ask about certain topics or books I'd read like Zoe sort of well I didn't reread the whole book but like you said I had notes on it so kind of refreshed my memory about the topic of the book and general themes Rewatched any TED talks I'd spoken about just sort of made sure I was aware of what I'd mentioned on my personal statement and could comfortably talk about it and yeah like Zoe I also did some mock interviews I even just got like my mum to give me one just with the main aim of getting better at vocalizing my thoughts because obviously at school you just sort of work in silence often Mm -hmm. um, and you tend to not say out loud your thought process so that was quite important for me just to practice saying exactly what I was thinking Um, and yeah I think the main thing was the personal statement though Mm -hmm. I did go over some basic topics in biology and chemistry um, that I thought maybe they could ask just to make sure I had my foundations but I didn't revise and memorize the whole course you know you you just can't predict what they're gonna ask yeah that's really important kind of you're not supposed to know the answer to the questions that they're asking you that they're asking them expecting you to have a guess and so like you know maybe if you want to by all means look ahead a little bit but it's about just making sure that what you do know you're comfortable with and you're confident on it um and both of you talked about it. It's, it's quite an important thing, I think, in interviews. It's kind of the, the thinking out loud process. It's so, so important because it's really, it feels really unnatural. It feels so weird and it feels very, um, what's, I, it feels very uncomfortable. Like you're making yourself very vulnerable by talking about what's going on in, in your head. But it's so, so important to practice doing that. Yeah. And I mean, Nia, how, how much of a difference do you think that makes in the interview kind of such a difference because like you said it's not whether you get the answer right or wrong necessarily it's about how you get to that answer and then like I got things wrong in my interview but I think the fact that I said things out loud meant they could sort of give me clues of which direction mm-hmm. that I need to go go to whether if I had just said the answer they wouldn't have known how I got to there like what where I made the mistake um so I think saying things out loud and really practicing that is so important and in a way it kind of I think gave me more confidence because then I'd I'd practice saying things and I'd rehearse certain answers and saying them out loud so going into the interview I know I knew I was prepared I knew I could sort of say things um so yeah I think it's important in that sense too yeah Zoe yeah yeah definitely I think yeah it it just makes a real difference because if the tutors are you know looking at two people who've arrived at the same answer for a question and one has said nothing um and one has said all their thought process out loud it could be exactly the same thought process but the tutors are able to see the working of the person who said their thought process out loud and it doesn't even have to be like confident it doesn't have you don't have to be sitting there going well I guess because of this um and then that follows through like I was really hesitant I was there like so maybe it has something to do with this mm. and then they would like nod or push, push me in a different direction like you don't have to sound confident when you're explaining your thinking you mm. just have to speak 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really important, actually. Um, I was, I, mean, I was terrified. I was like, I don't want to say something that's wrong. You know, it, it just it feels very embarrassing. But as you said, if you say something, they might say, OK, no, carry on with that thought. Or they might say, OK, maybe think of it from this direction instead or go back a couple of steps because that was right. Go on from there. They can really they're not they're not going to leave you like stranded, like they're beached um, on your own. They want to guide you through the questions because the tutors are trying to get as much out of you as they can. They want the maximum out of you that you can give them. So, yeah, really, really tell them what you're thinking. Um, and I don't, personally, this is maybe something I was a little bit worried about coming to interviews because people told me I needed to prepare for this. But Zoe, first, were you asked any of the weird questions that are like, oh, why do you want to do biochemistry or why have you applied to Trinity? Is that something you need to prepare for? Um, yeah, I did get asked a few of those questions. Um, I, I got asked a bit about, um, yeah, the application process and I got asked things um, to do with like my previous academic record, like because I'd moved schools a couple of times, that kind of thing. Um, because, I mean, the reason I moved schools was because the school I went to didn't have a sick form, so I had to move. <laughs> so, <laughs> they asked me anyway. Um, so yeah, there are a few of those questions. Um, but they didn't spend a massive amount of time on it. Like the majority of the interview was, was biochemistry based. Yeah. Was it the same for you, Nia? Yeah, very similar. For both my interviews, the first question they asked was, why do you want to do biochemistry? Which mm -hmm. is one you're pretty much guaranteed to get asked, I think. So I think everyone has like a scripted answer. Mm -hmm. um, and also you mentioned it in your personal statement, obviously. Um, but yeah, the majority of the interview was personal statement based. And then the rest was unknown questions. Uh, me. yeah but it's obviously very useful just to have a prepared answer for that kind of thing because otherwise you're kind of like, oh no you're like rabbit in the headlights it's nice to have something prepared definitely and um we obviously we can't talk about this the specifics of questions and it's a bit frustrating um but Nia do you want to kind of take us through what other kinds of questions you were asked aside from the the obvious <laughs> yeah so after being asked questions on my personal statement they brought up topics which I had studied in school so that was quite nice because it started at a level that I knew about um and then they took it to a more advanced level which I hadn't been taught yet or I hadn't learned it wasn't in the syllabus but they gave guidance with it they explained the topic they were speaking about gave me some more information asked the question and even when I was still confused I asked for more help or guidance and they were really lovely um, and eventually got to the right answer. But it did take some attempts and some things I did get wrong. Um, but it, for me, all of it was sort of built up, up from the foundations of school. So nothing was completely brand new. Um, and again, with the St. Hilda's interview, because I had the test before, again, it was on a topic that I'd done at school, but just to a more advanced level, linking topics mm -hmm. from both chemistry and biology and maths together which I didn't really have at school. They were quite distinct subjects So having this sort of integration between them. Um, and then, yeah, having that test, we then just worked through it. Like you would in, your tut in a tutorial, to be honest, just work through the questions together. Um, so yeah, sort of built up from school, I'd say, in mm -hmm. terms of the questions they asked. And were they kind of intended to be more discussive or were they very much kind of short answer questions? Um, I think the one at John's, uh, some of the initial questions were short answer factual questions mm -hmm. um but then others I was asked to draw things and visualize it describe certain pathways etc um 
so those were sort of more discussion based questions and I did like ask questions then myself if I was confused yeah that's a really good point it's it's okay to ask questions yourself um, yeah. if you want a bit of guidance or to be honest if you just find it quite interesting and want to know a bit more ask them questions they they like it's probably quite nice for them to have questions asked because they're not the one doing the interrogating all the time um and Zoe would would you say it was quite similar yeah yeah I think so um I mean for my first interview um was split into two halves the first half was on something that I, I had just done um in school so I was I was very grateful for that but then the second half was on was on the exact topic that my chemistry teacher had told me to revise I hadn't got <laughs> revising so um but it was fine they were it, I mean it was taking it a bit, a bit beyond what you learn at school anyway um but yeah they were they were giving hints and guidance and like helping me to to work through it was kind of like one problem that they were helping me to work through with like questions along the way um and then my second interview um felt it was all quite interrelated but it felt a much more sporadic um it was I found it a much more difficult interview um I got I mean, the tutors that, you know, they give you hints if you get really stuck um, to help you thinking. I, my tutor ran out of hints. I was so stuck. <laughs> but I got there in the end. Um, there were, yeah. But it, so I didn't feel as confident on that one. Um, but I think actually something that someone said to me at the time was, if you feel like your interview hasn't gone well, that might actually mean that it, that it has gone well, because it means that you've been thinking a lot, which may, it mm. feels hard for you and it feels like you're getting a lot of stuff wrong. But that's really good because it means that you've been doing a lot of thinking, a lot of working through problems. Um, and, and like Mia said, like that's also kind of how tutorials work as well. Like, you know, you'll get asked questions and you'll be working through problems, but they want to see how you cope with that kind of setting as well. Um, yeah. And then my last interview was, I get like, yeah, lots of questions based on the, the pre-reading, which was quite nice because I wasn't confident in my answers for the pre-reading at all. And I was, I was like, how on earth? I know this is wrong, but I can't do I think of anything more right. And then I got to the interview and they were like, oh, so why did you put this? And I was able to explain, right, well, I know that it's not true because of this, but I couldn't think of anything better. So it was like helping me to work. It was quite helpful. So I could, I could explain where I knew I'd gone wrong in the questions. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's fine to be wrong as long as you can kind of understand why. And it's fine to make a guess that you know is wrong. You can say, but this is kind of the closest that I can get to what I think could be an answer. That's fine, as long as you can explain yourself as you were saying Zoe it's kind of and and me and as well you it's kind of replicating what a tutorial would be like Obviously, hopefully you're not quite as scared in a tutorial <laughs> they're not supposed to be that scary but um it's a lot of the time you do questions before a bit like your test and you show up and you talk through them and you discuss them and you unpick where you went wrong where you went right and you know, ultimately the tutors are the ones who are going to be teaching you. So they just want to know that you are a good person to teach. And you can pick up hints and you can understand what you went wrong and you can learn from that. So ultimately that's all the, that's the point of these questions. Um, and I mean, obviously the tutors don't know the syllabuses of different courses. So for you, Zoe, you said like you'd, you'd just done it in school, but also if you hadn't just done it, that that would have equally been fine, right? It, you know, you don't, um, you, you can just say, oh, I don't think I've covered this yet. That's okay. <laughs> They're not going to mark you down for your school not having covered it yet. Um, and I mean, maybe 
maybe quite another important question is what advice did you want to have and what advice would you give someone who's currently preparing for interviews or who is thinking of applying? Um, Zoe, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I think the advice that I would want to, to give is just to, it feels really hard, but to relax mm -hmm. um, and not to like overwork yourself leading up to an interview. Like it is very important to be prepared, um, you know, to practice thinking things through, to look over topics. Um, but not to like burn yourself out doing that in the process like as far as it's possible try to enjoy the experience it doesn't really feel like it at the time um, but you know so I mean the reason that uh, you know you'd hope that you're applying for a, a subject like biochemistry is because you enjoy it um, so you know to, to make sure it, don't make it become something that's so hard um, so yeah to yeah to make sure that you're looking after yourself during the process as well um, I mean I really loved socializing between my interviews it just really helped me to like relax calm down to not think about it for a while and to just enjoy the experience as a whole yeah um Mia anything to add yeah I basically definitely agree with what Zoe was saying like I think just trying to relax and enjoy the whole process as much as you can like you are going to be nervous like going into the interviews but just trying trying to relax like you said trying to maybe socialize with some of the applicants as well and then if you can like go around Oxford, try and explore it, I think is equally as important. Um, in terms of preparation, I think knowing your personal statement is quite an important thing, knowing why you want to do the subject as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, I wouldn't overwork myself and overstress myself um, about it and just try to enjoy the whole process. Yeah, definitely. And um, I mean, maybe, I don't know if this helps anyone else, but what kind of helped me is when someone said to me that you know you're you're being called for an interview because they think you deserve a place it's a waste of their time to interview people who they don't think can get in you're not being interviewed just in case you're being interviewed because they believe that you deserve a place so even if you don't believe in yourself <laughs> the tutors at the college that you're being interviewed at do believe they want you to do well and it might not feel like you've done well in the interview, but you can be very surprised. And, you know, it's, and as you're both saying, probably even more important now, but really do give yourself the time off in between interviews. You cannot work the whole time. It will just destroy you. Um, you know, it can be drawn out over a couple of days. So you really, really do need to relax, go outside, go for a walk, do exercise if you enjoy that kind of thing, <laughs> listen to music, watch a film, you know, um, socialising might be a bit difficult at the moment, we're not sure what's really happening, if you'll be able to meet the other applicants at all, but, you know, if you can't, phone a friend from school, you know, chat to your family, really give yourself time off, because you need it, and you deserve it, and, um, yeah, I don't know about you two, but it's probably one of the most terrifying things I've ever done. <laughs> but hopefully you'd both say it's worth it. Yeah, definitely. And it's definitely not as bad as you think afterwards. Yeah. The it process is like an enjoyable, an enjoyable yeah. experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary while you're doing yeah. it but afterwards. You're like, oh, okay, that was all right. <laughs> I could yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to add? Any final words of advice? I think 
um, yeah, one one other thing I'd say is just that like it's really easy, especially during interviews. I mean, it's it's even more so when you're like in person, you can see everyone else there to feel like everyone else is on top of it, knows their stuff, mm -hmm. is way more deserving to be there than you are. But like inside, everyone is thinking this exactly the same thing, mm -hmm. even about you. Like everyone is panicked, everyone is nervous. There might be one or two people who are genuinely really comfortable mm -hmm. with it and like feel like they're on top of things. But for the majority, that's just not true. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, you're not the only one feeling how you feel during interviews. <laughs> that's a really good point, yeah. The classic imposter syndrome everyone's terrified you're all in the same boat yeah um well thank you both so much for joining us uh, we really appreciate you giving up your time and hopefully it's helpful to anyone who is prepping it for interviews best of luck um you really do deserve the place um you just need to prove it it's the final hurdle so best of luck to everyone um look after yourselves and thank you to everyone else who's listening or watching this podcast um, if you haven't already, subscribe to our Instagram at Oxford from the inside and follow our Facebook for regular updates. Um, and until next time, bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>